Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cheeseheads. Cheese Get it on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's you, Sparky. Five for 1250 AM. The fan, along with my guy, Ryan Horvath. Bet MGM tonight. He is here. He is with you. And you will get him each and every weeknight, Monday through Friday, with Nick Ashu and Trista Crick as well. Uh, as uh, she's happy her Warriors beat the Kings, I'm sure, in Game 7. Uh, and now it's the Warriors and uh, Lakers. Uh, and I hope they both lose. Uh, okay, so uh, Horvath, let's uh, talk about the uh, Packers draft, uh, if uh, we shall. Uh, and the last show we did was on Friday. We only had Lucas Van Ness uh, as the pick for the Packers. Going into Thursday, I had talked about, I thought for sure they would get at least two offensive options uh, for our guy Jordan Love on uh, Friday night and between the second and third round, at least two, whether it be a two tight ends, tight end receiver, whatever, they'd get two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they ended up doing more than that. They get Luke Musgrave, the tight end out of Oregon State, with pick 42, which was the New York Jets pick uh, at that point. Uh, your thoughts on that draft pick, Ryan Horvath? Musgrave? Musgrave, yes. Yeah, I... Uh... I like it. Um, I'm happy with it. They're at 42. I would have preferred Kincaid or Michael Mayer, but obviously Kincaid was gone. Obviously, he was he went to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, you know he's probably a better fit in the Lafleur offense because that's the other thing. I mean, I fell in love with Michael Mayer because I'm a big Notre Dame fan. I watched all of his snaps. I do think he's going to be an excellent pro. But I also like Musgrave. You know he, he. it was weird because with the tight ends, man, and I even bet this, I went over two and a half tight ends to go in the first round. I just thought we were going to have a run where we saw Michael Mayer go, we saw Kincaid go, and then we would see probably Darnell Washington go. But then we find out on There's night me. two, yeah, he's got a knee problem. See, I thought that that was a foot issue, and I'm like, okay, like he had a foot issue last year at Georgia. He's going to be fine. He's probably going to be a 10-year vet in this league because he blocks so well. I would have preferred him, but yeah, when you find out it's a knee, uh, and you know, we'll get to that next pick, but I do like Musgrave. I think he'll be a perfect fit in the floor offense. Obviously, you needed another tight end because I'm not in love with DeGuara. Uh, Nobody is. Tunyon's gone. Mercedes Lewis is gone. You need a receiving tight end. So I'm excited, man. Um, I haven't been this excited for a tight end since Jermichael Finley. I wasn't excited when uh, Jimmy Graham came him over, and I was, I, I did like Tunyon. And uh, I did think Sternberger had a shot to be all right, but I was wrong about that. So I am excited for Musgrave, though. I don't hate it at 42. 
Nope, I don't hate it either. Uh, then the next pick uh, at 50, after they moved, uh, Jaden Reed, yeah. uh, the wide receiver for Michigan State. I'll be honest. I didn't see that pick coming. Yeah. I thought they'd go wide receiver. He wasn't one of the guys I thought they would take uh, at that pick. Uh, and then you start reading up on this dude and how well he did senior bowl week and so forth uh, and how explosive he is and how he is ability to make people miss and change of direction and getting contested balls and stuff like that. And you become more and more impressed. Now, again, you know, Wisconsin's played Michigan state. I didn't come away going, Oh, got to have JD Reed. Like it never crossed my mind, but you know, maybe I'll be very happy that they have Jaden Reed. They need another wide receiver. That I, I'm positive of. So yeah. hopefully this was the kid that they got. I really liked Hyatt, uh, but obviously they did. Yeah, I really like Hyatt too, but he's small, man. And, he is small. Uh, thought he would fit the perfect like gadget guy role in the LaFleur offense, become that slot receiver. But I'm going to be honest, man. Um, he's just a name. I actually like Jaden Reed better, to be honest with you. The problem with Jaden Reed this past year is Michigan State is an absolute dumpster fire right now yep. of the program because Mel Tucker had one winning season. In that season, Peyton Thorne, the quarterback, had a monster year. Now he's leaving the program. We actually just found that information out yesterday. He's going to hit the portal. And I actually like Peyton Thorne, man. Maybe he's a steal as a quarterback next year. But I think that's what happened there. I really do like Jaden Reed. Love him at 50. Love the wide receiver room when you look at the top three guys. And maybe Torres, you know, the the number three guy. But I think Jaden Reed probably overtakes him ultimately. Now you have Dobbs, you have Watson, you have Jaden Reed. I think he could maybe end up being, being the number two guy even over Dobbs. So I actually loved that pick. I was surprised that he was around. And, you know, nobody was talking about him. We fell in love with the bigger names, the Jordan Addisons. And who knows, man, Jaden Reed might have a better career than some of those guys. So I like this pick. I, I, I'm I fine with the pick. They actually got more wide receivers. We'll get to that a little bit later on here. Round three, pick 78, Tucker Craft. Now, this is a more, this seems to be a bigger, more physical tight end versus what we were talking about with Musgrave. But he still has the ability to stretch the field a little bit uh, and make that those catches. This dude, uh, we talked about Van Ness's dad, you know, slapping the butt of, the, of his girlfriend or whatever else. Yeah. This dude's claim to fame he gets on that media conference call and Sarah quick, the media relations person is on there and he calls her a sir. Uh, and then apologizes a little bit later on. So he's had a couple of beverages. Then comes the video and this dude's in like, I don't know, a big like storage shed or something. I don't know where he was, uh, yeah. but like metal walls or aluminum walls or whatever else. And there's just tables and red cups and people partying and having a good old time. Like, hey, man, if I was going to get drafted, I, I won't go that way. Like, I'm good doing it that way versus sitting in your living room. Like, let's have a party. Let's just get, let's have a blast. And wherever I go, I go like. I don't know. Dude want to be over with that one. I, I thought that, that whole thing was pretty funny. So this guy, so at the time I was like, what the hell? Because uh, if you were going to go tight end back to back, well, not back to back, you had Reed in between, but if you were going to go with another tight end, I was like, why the hell wouldn't you replace Mercedes Lewis with the next Mercedes Lewis when Darnell was sitting there? Then we find out it's a knee injury, not a foot injury. Okay. I still think he's going to be a great pro though. I, I think he'll be just fine, man. I think that might be a little overblown, but who knows? I get why you would pass on him. That's and he goes to the back. Steelers. Steelers will be all right with him. With Kenny Pickett? Hell yeah. Yep. But um, I like Tucker Kraft, man, because granted he went to South Dakota State. He actually turned down a bunch of NIL money and a chance to go play with uh, well, in Alabama with Bryce and with Nick Saban. 
Saban wanted him. So what does that tell you about this kid? Yep. I just don't think he'll be the blocker that Darnell would have been, but hell man. I mean, I'm excited for this pick. I got a kick out of it. I was like, this is just, this is this rebuild where this guy right here didn't even think he was going to get picked tonight. So he's drunk, hammered at some party out in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, I like this. I like this as a value pick at 78. I, he seems even like Tucker Craft. just seems like a name where if we didn't get him, he'd go to like the Bengals and then he's catching double digit touchdowns in a couple of years. Who knows? Maybe he ends up being better than Musgrave. Maybe that's my hot take out of this draft, but I don't hate it. Um, I don't hate it at all. We'll see. I've, I didn't watch talked, a lot of South Dakota State. Yeah, we talked about this going up to the draft and I talked about I think I'm OK having two tight ends in the first round. If they have two picks in the first round. I'm fine with it. Go with a double tight end offense. It helps you running the football. It gives you more options as far as to throw out of as well. You can just do a lot of stuff with it. It gets brought up to LaFleur, and LaFleur kind of downplays it like, well, we got to see what they can take, and da-da-da-da-da. LaFleur has been so scared. Is that the word? Scared of this whole process? Like, just everything he says is downplay this, downplay that. Like, he doesn't want any any iota of an expectation on this football team of anybody on this football team of any sort going into this year. Like he'd rather you tell him you think he's going to win three or four games. And even at that point, I feel like he would say, well, I don't know if we'll do that. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. I feel like LaFleur is so scared of any expectations on this team that everybody that they draft or whatever else, he's just going to downplay the hell out of like, Oh, well, you know, we'll see because as he points out, it's a fair point. It's like the youngest room or youngest offense probably in the league at this point. All the young receivers you have, your tight end room is super young at this point. I mean, your vet is Aaron Jones. That's your vet. He's what, 28? That's your vet. You, you That is the oldest dude you got at this point Which is between running backs, tight ends, and wide receivers. Hey, you don't want your running back being the oldest guy in the room. It's usually the other way. And he's 29. He's going to be 30 coming up here. I – uh so the thing about that is um, I got a hot take for you. They're not, nobody knows anything about Jordan Love. And I think that we learned that again when Gudikins opened up his mouth and he said, you know, they asked him about committing to him and he was like, well, that's a lot of money. But then again, we are moving ahead with him. So we just traded the, one of the, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback in league history. Yeah. They got to make that decision by Tuesday. And we don't even know that this guy could play. And you know who that, you know who that probably scares the hell out of Matt LaFleur. Because you know what he probably knows deep down inside? Aaron Rodgers has carried a mediocre roster to a couple 13-win seasons because he was the MVP of the league. We all thought, we all blame Rodgers. Well, he didn't get it done against Tampa Bay. But then we don't realize he threw three touchdown passes to one pick over 350 yards in that game. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, he threw three picks in that game. And one. I I don't care that Rodgers... Like was forcing the ball to Devontae in the red zone. You want to know why I don't care? And I don't care that he didn't take off and get killed because like you're going against the best inside linebacker at the league who in that game, Sparky, let me defend this real quick, had just knocked out Aaron Jones, who fumbles the ball like he always does, and AJ Dillon in that Tampa game. People forget, man, how good like Devin White, those linebackers are there. They had just taken out your two running backs. Rodgers isn't gonna die. Right, trying to take that one in. And he and he always like does try to take that in. We saw it against Arizona. Like you can never say that the guy was a coward. I feel like he quit running as much towards the end of his time. He's old. And because like he was already hit, dude, he got sacked five times in that game because Bakhtiari wasn't playing. 
And maybe he doesn't force the ball to Devontae four straight times. If they draft T. Higgins, best red zone in the league over Every podcast. Up. All right, moving Every on. Every podcast. All right. But, but, well, we have to. I'm sorry. We um, don't have to. You have to. You're the one that brings him up every podcast. I don't bring up T. Higgins. Because here's the thing. And then LaFleur takes the off, takes the offense off the field, kicks the field goal, blah, blah, blah. Deep down, LaFleur doesn't want this. LaFleur, I don't care what you say. He didn't want Devontae gone. He doesn't want Rodgers gone. Like he – I kind of read with his quote when he talked about Rodgers, I don't want to talk about what went on there. I think he might be Team Rodgers. I know you guys all think that he loved the Jordan Love. I don't know if he is or not. Jordan. I don't think he's sold on Jordan Love. I don't think any of those people in the building are. The only people sold on Jordan Love are the Twitter freaks that weren't watching him at Utah State. I hope Jordan Love's great. I'm just saying he is a big question mark, and everybody's celebrating Rodgers. Oh, have fun in New York, you loser. They'll forget all about you. It's going to be a rude awakening. This team is plus 450 to win the NFC North, a team that drafted – a freaking inside linebacker and a running back has better odds. A team with Justin Fields as their starting quarterback has better odds. A team, name me three players on Minnesota's defense, has better odds. But the, but the fan base is sold. Best offense ever. Can't wait for Jordan Love. It's going to be a rude awakening. That's all I'm going to say. So you feel like you're thing. going to be really mad if the Packers are good this year. No, I'm not. I'm going to be the happy. I feel like you're going to be really mad if this offense actually does something well. Because then what's going to happen is the people that did it like Rodgers and were Jordan Love fans are going to be all over you on social media going, see, they would have won last year had Jordan Love been the quarterback instead of Aaron Rodgers. Look at how much better this offense is with Jordan Love. You're going to lose your mind. I don't think I think the offense is going to be fine. I've I've said that a billion times. So anybody that comes after me is a big dummy. I'm not a Jordan Love hater. I I hated the pick of Jordan Love because you probably could have had him in the second round. I know Sparky. that. And but you said e. Higgins was rude. there. But you said they're you just said they're going to be in for a rude awakening. These Packer fans, a rude That's awakening. Of, if you think the offense is going to be fine, then what are what's the rude awakening coming from? I thought the defense was going to be top 10 last season. Yes, All that you've added to this defense is more young dudes that are question marks. That, yep. And here's the thing, man. Yeah, Van Ness is probably going to be great in two, three years. I like that pick. He's probably going to be Gary year one, though. Yes. Like, again, dude, like he doesn't – we don't know what he is because at Iowa, like 40% of his snaps, he was a defensive tackle. The other half, he was, you know, rushed – like he's going to probably be a good pro. And I know Goot says he's going to be an outside linebacker. Like, he's kind of a project year the one. The problem, the difference, though, between him and Rashawn Gary is they didn't have to play Gary year one. Van Ness has to play year one because Gary's not going to be ready. You know, They're, he's going to have to play. Like, Gary could sit and watch because they had Preston and Zadarius. He didn't have to play. Yeah. They're going to have to play Lucas Van Ness because of situation. Right. Yes, Engabari might start opposite Preston Smith if Van Ness isn't ready, but he's going to have to rotate in and play. Like, I will be shocked if he doesn't have more snaps at the end of year one than what Rashad Gary had at the end of his first year. My whole point is that I just think that this is going to take some time. I think love will be fun. I think love is going to be good. I do. I think he's going to be, I like what I think about CJ Stroud. That's what I think about Jordan love. I don't think they're all famers, but I think they're NFL starters with big arms. And if they, you know, learn how to read an NFL defense, I mean, even Mahomes just talked about this. He didn't know how to locate the mic. Like it took him some time too. He was a project. So like, I'm not ripping Jordan love, but what I'm saying is now, like, you're getting even younger. So yes. Christian Watson, the final eight weeks of the season, looked like an all-pro. 
Christian Watson, the first eight weeks of the season, couldn't stay on the field, and he couldn't hang on to the damn football. First play of the season, let's not forget the drop. That was an easy six. Now leader of the wide receiver, Christian Watson. Yeah, Christian. Yeah, it's like a complicated (laughs) offense we always hear, man. So now you got Luke Musgrave. You have Jaden Reed. You have Tucker Craft. Yeah, these guys are all probably going to be fine pros, but it's going to take them some time. Like, this is a very young team. You know, maybe Stokes stays healthy and he's Stokes from rookie year. Maybe Jair goes back to being Jair the All-Pro. You know, maybe Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas go back to the one year that they've had where they were, you know, All-Pro type players. Just a lot of what if, what if, maybe, 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 maybe. But that's the whole division. So I'll say this. Going back to what you brought up about Jordan Love as far as this $20 million fifth-year option they have to make by Tuesday. I repped the front office for screwing this whole thing up leading up to the Rodgers trade. Now, he came out looking fine on it. Goody did. He got as much as anybody possibly could have wanted for Rodgers at the end of the day. So he came out looking fine. But what I've been asking for this entire offseason, the entire offseason, go back and listen to any damn podcast you want. I've been saying extend love, extend love, extend love, extend love. And you still don't have an extension done. Literally, this should have been... The same day you traded Aaron Rodgers, the same day, an hour later should have been, and Jordan Love has signed a three-year extension. Done. Like, it should have been done in, in harmony. And instead, your general manager is up there saying, we don't know. What do you mean you don't know, man? Then Can why I, did you trade 12 if you don't know? Let me butt in here. And, and this is why I know that the fan base and everybody loves good, especially after this draft. He's a terrible people person. I know you guys all hate Rodgers. It's not just Rodgers. It's Clay Matthews. It's all the old guys, man. It's all your favorite players. And I get it's a business, and that's how the NFL goes. But, like, even Jordan Love's going to end up hating this guy. If he doesn't already hate him right now, he's going to end up hating him. Because show some, 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 you know what's. And <laughs> Hold us. Mark, you drafted this guy. You come out and you say, we're committed to Jordan Love. Even if in the back of your mind you're scared that he's not the guy, Give him some confidence yes. going into the season. Correct. You don't say that crap. If I'm Jordan Love, now I texted this to Bart last night. I said, I'm the biggest Jordan Love fan on the planet, but I hate Goot. You guys could all, you know, throw roses at his feet all you right. want. I don't like him. I think he's a you-know-what. I think he's he's a bad person. Maybe he ends up being a good GM, but he hasn't won my team any Super Bowls. Ted he's not. No, Ted, you're he's right. Not. Ted, Ted gave out some crappy contracts, but you know what Ted also did? He brought me Aaron Rodgers for 18 years of my life. So, you know what? I'm not there yet with Goot. Great draft, Goot. Well, let's get to these last couple we picks. We got to get to the rest of them, yeah. We're into Goot here in a second. Yeah. Because he's clearly not evaluating or watching college football because if he is, he's the dumbest ever. But uh, terrible people person. Jordan Love's out there putting in the work right now with his young teammates. And you, you're, you're telling me he's a big question mark after you traded away the greatest quarterback in franchise history, who I still think now he's got a chip on his shoulder. I know everybody thinks that the Jets are going to suck. When has Rodgers ever went into an offseason pissed off and came out of it sucking? Maybe he, maybe he chokes in the playoffs, probably, but he's not going to choke in the regular season. Anyway, let's move on to these terrible picks. All right, move on. Number four, the fourth round pick, Colby Wood in the defensive lineman out of Auburn, uh, Ryan Horvath. Uh, you don't like it, I think. No, 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 I don't hate this one. I want to get to the next one. Yeah, oh, God, I don't like the next one either. Oh, you don't like this? They need I, don't hate, I don't hate this actually. I mean it's 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 a project. 
he's there. He's an SEC defensive lineman. That's what I asked for. I want Correct. no more Big Ten slow white guys. So I'm actually fine with this. Yes, I like the pick as well. I have no issue with it because you had to add some guys to the defensive line rotation. So one way or the other. Fifth round pick, Sean Clifford. Quarterback at Penn State. That was the reason Levis wasn't at Penn State because he couldn't beat out Clifford. Uh, and reason he ended up at Kentucky and then fell out of the first round and ended up as a Tennessee Titan. Good luck to that locker room dealing with him. But Sean Clifford is uh, the now backup quarterback for Jordan Love, as it appears. And as of right now, Goot is saying that they're happy with the quarterback room and they're going to proceed with these these three dudes that they've got. So tell me what you like about Sean Clifford, Ryan Horvath. Absolutely nothing, man. Like, check my Twitter feed literally for the last six years that he's been the starting quarterback at Penn State. That tells you everything you need to know about Will Levis, by the way, as well, that he couldn't beat this clown out. Because Sean Clifford, Sparky, I read a report that the reason that they drafted him because they think he'll be good in that quarterback room because he has such a big brain. Can I ask you a question? If he has such a big brain and he's so smart, why the hell is he always throwing the football to the other team? Here's a guy that's older than Jordan Love, who has been in the league for like four years sitting behind Aaron Rod- like T hit like these he's do up for a new deal. And and this guy's older than Jordan Love. He's no good. And here's my problem. You could say, well, what the hell, Horvat? It's a fifth round pick. Dude, one of those picks, like move up instead of like moving, like take Jake Hayner. Take somebody that can play. And let me tell you why. Because this guy, Danny Etling, is not a backup quarterback in this freaking league. I promise you that. And Sean Clifford should be the quarterback of the D.C. defenders, not even because they're playing in the championship game next week. He should be like in the USFL. He's terrible, Sparky. He's awful. I've watched too much Sean Clifford. Two years ago after he threw a terrible interception, three in the second half, I tweeted out, I can't wait to never watch this guy play football. I think I jinxed myself because now (laughs) I'm going to see plenty of him in the preseason. And Jordan Love is one collarbone, and we know how this goes. One concussion injury away from this guy taking actual snap. (laughs) And you know how I feel about Jay Kaner. I think that this guy is going to be a great backup. And they take – I would have rather had – Kaner went to the Saints. I would rather have Stetson Bennett hammered, taking snaps. The guy can't stay sober, but he's a winner. I, I hate this pick. I hate this pick so much. He's really going to be the backup quarterback. Again, like, if Jordan Love goes down, he goes into that game. He's terrible. He's terrible. And I see people, the bloggers, defending this. I like it. I like it. Please, Tell me what you like about Sean Clifford. He sucks so bad. Sucks so bad. Please call Cam Newton. I'm not, I'm, it's like, I can't even laugh about this. This is fucking torture. Like, I feel like Goot, I feel like Goot knows who I am. And he did this, like, I'll give you a couple of things you like. And everybody's going to think you're a freak because you're going to overreact to a fifth round pick. But Sparky, this is like drafting like my arch nemesis. Horvat, listen, I don't like Clifford either. I tweeted out when they made the pick. I'm not a Clifford fan. Ugh. And immediately I get people tweeting back. Oh, I think he's really good. You think you don't better than the GM? No, but I've watched the dude play. I mean, again, if you like him, then God bless you. Godspeed. I'm glad that you like him. I don't know how many Penn State games you've watched, but he's horrible. And if you talk to Penn State fans, that dude cost them more, cost them more wins then he actually got them at the end of the day. Like he's just not that good. They had a they had a petition to bench him, like a change.org. Yes. 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 I was Hold like, on. man, you know what? Fifth round, I get it. But oh, that's my problem. Like you can't they gotta sign a veteran then. They're saying they're not as of right now. 
I know they like this quarterback room, yeah. and that's what scares the you know what out of me, man. Well, we won't know now until training camp and preseason what it looks like. If it looks like it's a problem, then you'll sign somebody probably in preseason. Somebody will be sitting out there. And one more thing to bitch at. Okay, so like Bakhtiari, big question mark going into the season. They don't draft another offensive lineman, and Sean Clifford is the backup quarterback. Jordan Love is one. You guys think I hate Jordan Love? Oh, I hate Sean Clifford. <laughs> I love. I like Jordan Love. I think he's a great kid. I'm rooting for him. I just I like wanted him to go elsewhere so he could actually play right away. You know what I mean? Like he shouldn't. And the other thing. This is, if anything, I'm the more pro. Nobody should ever come at me. If anything, I was always looking out for Jordan Love. He did not deserve that circus for the last three years. Agreed. The guy ahead of him's in the mushroom cave coming out, and he doesn't know when he's going to be the starting guy. Like just like, yep. just like I hated Favre at the end, and Rodgers didn't deserve that. Yep. Like this is the thing. I just I don't hate Rodgers the way that I think Rodgers is a much better person than Favre. But yeah, like he's a little bit of a diva. But you know what we learned about these quarterbacks at the end, man? They're all divas. Brady, diva. Phillip Rivers every year. Oh, I might come back and play. Peyton Manning, huge diva. You know, especially if you're a kicker and you miss a kick at the end of the season. Strong kicker, banner. Anyway, all right, so that's how I feel about Sean Clifford. I'm going to call this the worst draft pick in team history. Oh, my God, stop. All right, round number five. (laughs) Go on. Round number five, another fifth round pick that this guy will probably be better than Sean Clifford. We'll see. Dontavian Wicks, the wide receiver from Virginia. Leading up to this draft, there was a – good contingent of the Packer fan base that wanted this dude at some point in the draft because uh, this Raz score, these athletic scores that everybody lives and dies with the Colts apparently are one of them as well. Cause they got like all nines on their draft board of all these guys. They drafted with these Raz scores, these athle- relative athletic scores or whatever it, it stands for. Uh, he's one of those guys that, that tested really well from that perspective. So we'll see. But again, that's another young wide receiver that's going to be in that room. Now, can he beat out Torre or not? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but I have no issue with that. This next guy I talked about quite a bit, Carl Brooks. Why did I talk about him quite a bit? Because I believe it was, I think it was Jim Nagy that was complaining about it, that Carl Brooks puts on an unbelievable show uh, at the senior bowl and then never got an invite to the combine in Indianapolis and everybody was criticizing the NFL. How can this guy not have an invite to the combine after as good as he looks senior bowl week uh, and the Packers end up picking him up uh, the edge out of Bowling Green. I think this might be a, a nice little player for the Green Bay Packers as well. Yeah, man. You know, it could be a good little value pick again. Like you can never have too many pass rushers. So I'm Correct. all for that. You can never in this, this room, especially with these young dudes, you can never have too many wide receivers. I like the Wicks pick. I'm actually kind of surprised that he was like after Sean Clifford, granted two totally different positions, right. but I'm like, oh, that's a good value pick right there. That's that's what I get for having to suffer through this. And uh, I like the Brooks pick. You know, I don't know everything in the world about him. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch right. a whole lot of Bowling Green football, even me, but seems like a good value pick there at 179. Round six, pick 207. Anders yeah. Carlson, his brother, obviously a kicker for who the Raiders, I believe it is. Daniel Carlson, right? Yeah. Yeah, or Dylan Carlson. He's, on, he's one of those dudes that's not, you could tell me he's on the Cardinals. You could tell me he's on the Raiders, and I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Like, Anders Carlson, yeah. kicker for Auburn. How good is he? We'll find out, I guess. I, I'm scared to death of not bringing Crosby back. And I, I've wanted, I wanted Crosby gone years ago. Uh, but you already, as Horvath pointed out earlier, are going to have your issues because of how young you are on offense, right? So you're already going to have issues. When you get in a position to score, you don't need your kicker missing three field goals in a game and costing you nine points. 
especially with a defense, as Horvath has pointed out, that isn't that good to begin with. So you can't be costing yourself points because your field goal kicker isn't any good, Horvath. Yeah, man. I mean, but... Um, Robbie Gold is available, by the way. But, but yeah, I mean, it's probably just best not to spend any money on this position, right? Like, Crosby, that's the problem. He's making too much money. This one broke my wife's heart because I told her that's her favorite player is Mason Crosby. In fact, when we went to the Hall of Fame dinner, she was, like, yelling his name across the room after a couple of oh cocktails. It was really embarrassing. I was like, go sit oh by Gary. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I kind of hate the pick, too, just because I know what's coming, man. Like, all the guys I like are gone, so – it sucks, but we had to draft a kicker. We knew that you know, was going to happen. Maybe the Jets come like week four, week five. My Jets need a kicker, and Mason gets to go back with with Rodgers. But I don't. I think Mason's probably going to like live in Green Bay for the rest of his life. I would like to see him retire a Packer. Um, Same. I just feel like last year was like the send off. I mean, they had Rodgers narrate the video. I know he had broke. But I the thought record. he was fine last year. He broke it, dude. He hit the longest field goal. I was there for that. He hit the yes. longest field goal of his career. He was, but, you know, man, he doesn't have the power anymore, unfortunately. And if you're going to rebuild, it might just be time, unfortunately, to say goodbye. I love him in the locker room. Love him in the community. Great dude. If you hate Mason Crosby, you're crazy. Remember that one year where he was just getting the crap kicked out of him? Like, they had to take him off kickoffs. He kept running yeah. down there to make a tackle. And I'm like, what are you doing, man? You're going to die. He's one of my favorite Packers of all time. But I think that this means it's probably time for him to go bye-bye. Round seven, big 232. Carrington Valentine, cornerback, Kentucky. Can't yeah. tell you much about Carrington Valentine. I can. He's a stud. I'm not going to lie. This this is probably one of my favorite picks. Really? Um, okay. Tell yeah, me. man. Like, but here's the problem. Is Joe Barry going to let him play the way that he wants to play? Because he wants to get up all in your face on the line of scrimmage. He's going to play some press man coverage. Um, you know, I don't know what he is in the NFL, but I really did like him in the SEC. Uh, so let's see. Uh, he might be one of those guys. I wouldn't be shocked, you know, if like Stokes is struggling or one of these guys can't stay healthy. I wouldn't be shocked if like he's starting and we're like, oh my God, what a value pick. Goot did it again. And he's breaking up passes, picking off passes. And that's what they need, man. They need somebody that could actually be like a turnover machine. I love Jair. And they don't go, they, I mean, like, let's be honest, they don't really attack him, except for last year. McLaurin and Justin Jefferson, everybody was going right at his head. That's let's because say. he kept talking. Right. But they need like a turnover machine. We need like a like you know like a pick six kind of guy. So I like this pick. I think he might be that guy, even if he's just like playing in the nickel. If he's a special teams player, uh, I like him. Next pick, I know nothing about him either. Lou Nichols, I do. Third Central yeah. Michigan running back. I actually do too, man. I'm a big Mac guy. Uh, everybody that knows me knows that. I love betting on the Mac, and I really like this pick. It's not exactly Bijan. It's not who is he. Uh, I don't know what he is, to be honest with you. And to be honest, man, I also like Dexter Williams. So take this with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like, I think in the LaFleur offense, I, I, I'm trying to think of, like, who he could be, like, um, in, in this league, uh, especially in, like, this offense, because you have A.J. Dillon. Is he more of a bruiser type back? He led the country in rushing yards, man. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, is he more of a physical back or is he more of a quick back? He looks he's like more, he's a physical back. So he's more of a physical. My player comps A.J. Dillon. That's the problem. I think he might be, and I, and I know that there's okay. a lot of A.J. Dillon fans, so I don't want to, like, crap on A.J. Dillon. I think he might be better than A.J. Dillon, man. He's, like, 5'10", 220 maybe. He's, like, a straight-line athlete. He's going to run you over. I think he could be a good two in this league. Um, 
Here's the problem. So, like you said, yeah, power back, really good vision, hits the hole. If my grandpa was still alive, he'd be the perfect running back for the Joliet Catholic double-wing offense. The problem is not a whole lot of speed, and he didn't really catch passes out of the backfield. But we also said that about A.J. Dillon, and it was just at Boston College, they didn't throw the ball a lot. I worry, though, that he's really just not a pass catcher. Even A.J. Dillon has better hands. So, in the LaFleur offense – you know, how much run are you going to get if you can't catch the football whatsoever? Maybe he's just like a goal line short yardage back, but I do like him. Um, All right. But again, I like Dexter Williams. So so he might be a practice squad guy. All right, round seven. This guy yeah. got a lot of play on Twitter. Uh, there was a video that kind of went viral from him. I'm not sure when it was from, but Anthony Johnson Jr., the cornerback from Iowa State, there was a video of him talking about kind of how poor he was growing up. Um, and what he had to go through to get to where he is and how he's all about giving back to the community and helping those less fortunate out and so forth. So uh, everybody was uh, loving Anthony Johnson Jr., the person and that whole deal. Tell me about Anthony Johnson Jr., the player, Horvath. Yeah, I mean, kind of uh, obviously going to be a project, um, but I like him. Doesn't have really good speed, but none of the guys, unfortunately, at the safety position in this draft uh, do but he's physically this late I like him yeah I mean I like it because you need I, I I'm not gonna lie man I love taking receivers and I like getting Jordan Love some help but what pissed me off about like the Sean Clifford pick even the Tucker Craft pick other than him going before a tight end that I wanted I was just like you need safety help really bad because even in the presser the other day Goot said He's not ready to say goodbye to Amos, or he, what did he say? Like he's not ready to to write him off or whatever. But that means Adrian Amos is gone, right? Adrian the old Amos guy, obviously isn't getting that any type of offers to this point. Cool, I, I think they're done with him because he's old, and I think Goots, you know, in with the new, out with the old kind of guy right here. I just like, does this mean Savage is going to be relied upon to to play safety? Does they've this been Ford. That, hmm. I really hope that Anthony ends up being a decent player. But I don't know. He's a huge project. I mean, he went this late in the draft. You got guys like Sean Clifford going before him. So right. nobody, liked any, nobody liked any of the safeties, and he's one of the last taken. So, you know. Last pick, Grant DuBose. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I Wide receiver out of, a lineup. Uh, out of Charlotte. What'd you say? I know nothing about this dude. I saw a video of this kid today on Twitter uh, from Dusty Evely. I had some video of him up because he, I don't think Dusty Evely knew much about him either. Maybe he did. I don't know. But he went and he found some highlight video of him. Holy crap, dude. Like, you want to talk about change quick, change of direction and making somebody miss. Woo! That dude is this guy right here. Like, I, to me, I'm excited because for a couple of reasons. There's no guaranteed roster spot to anybody outside of Christian Watson, right? So, and including Dobbs. Dobbs. Now, I don't know. I don't. We'll see how the rest of these guys look. Let's see how they all look because he just got got Rogers' bad side. But hold on, my point is this: you don't have somebody that's uh, is been and with the team for seven years. Jordy Nelson was not getting cut, right? Greg Jennings was not getting cut. Donald Driver was not getting cut. Those were were yeah, (laughs) right. But they they were all guaranteed roster spots coming into training camp every year. I think the only one guaranteed is Watson. Then after Watson, the rest of it can be lined up any which way, however, whoever performs the best coming into the summer. And if you're these young wide receivers, you got to love that. Like, yeah, I'm coming in. Yeah, I'm a seventh round pick, but it's wide open. I might start opposite Christian Watson if I play well enough. Like there's no guaranteed vet spots in front of me blocking me from, from having a huge impact right away my rookie year. That to me is what's exciting. 
the terrifying, scary part is, will the communication between Jordan Love and his wide receivers, as far as what one wants versus what they want, be as horrific as what it was between Rodgers and those wide receivers? Like, are they going to be on the same page more than Rodgers was with his receivers? Because if they're not... It's going to make Jordan Love's job even more difficult if guys are running the wrong routes, making the right wrong side adjustments, and so forth. Guy goes right, Jordan Love throws left, and then you find out from Lafleur, yeah, Rook ran the wrong route. Like it's going to happen. Jordan Love threw a pick. Like that type of stuff worries me a little bit. Yeah, but like even I mean that's just going to happen. Like there's going to be a lot of that this year, and there's going to be a lot of that the next couple of years. Like this is going to be a process. A process. Who knows, man. Maybe it's like the year where Romo got hurt and Dak was a rookie and Zeke was a rookie. And then there were the Cowboys as three-point favorites even over the Packers. Yeah. The year that Rodgers finds Jared Cook. That was actually a huge upset. Those dudes were young, but Dak and Zeke – I almost swore. Dak, Dak and Zeke, man, they got worse every year actually when you think about it. They regressed. I, th- I was like, man, this team's going to be something to mess with. I, I like – I mean, you know, I like Dak, but Zeke just got old. But He's still out there. Who knows? I mean, maybe, but it's just, that's the problem in the NFL. It's not the NBA. Like we're a team like the Kings and even the NBA though. Like what happened to the Kings, man? They ran into the vets, the Warriors Curry happened to the Kings. Okay. Old guys happen, but that's, that's the, that's the NFL too. You don't like skip steps. Mahomes was good his first year, but he got bounced in the playoffs yeah. by Brady. Man. If, I mean, if Jordan loves that good right away, he's not, Wait, but see again, and I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like, if the defense ends up being good, top 10, let's say they end up as a top 10 defense, they could win nine games. They could win the entire NFC. They, I mean, like San Francisco. No, Philadelphia that. after that draft. I don't know, man. That draft for Philadelphia was bonkers good. Yeah, for sure. But we've done this with Philadelphia before where he had Vince Young as the backup saying we're the dream team. And then Vic goes True. down and Vince Young actually has to play a little bit. And they're yeah. not the dream team. They're a 6-7 win team. I mean, it's just like we do that in the NFL. Last year, the Chargers, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, J.C. Jackson. And then we're like, oh, J.C. Jackson actually sucks. That's why Belichick traded him. <laughs> oh, Bosa's never going to be healthy. Khalil Mack's old. Yes. is not allowed to throw the ball 20 yards down the field because yep. Joe Lombardi's on mushrooms and thinks he has Drew Brees. <laughs> like, the NFL's weird. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying about the Packers. Maybe they win 12 games. Maybe they win two. But I don't want any in-between crap. I don't. I want either Jordan Love's the worst quarterback in the league, Packers suck, or I want him to be a playoff team. I know that's wishful thinking right there, but I either want Caleb Williams or I want to know that Jordan Love's the guy. I don't want it to be like an 18-touchdown, 20-pick season where we're like, oh, there was some good. There was some bad. Let's commit to this guy now. And that's where I kind of agree with Goo. But also, hey, dummy, you're the guy that drafted this kid knowing you weren't going to be able to evaluate him. Like, when the hell did he think he was ever going to evaluate Jordan Love, man, in the preseason and in mop-up duty? No, when he Rogers drafted him, Rodgers wasn't what Rodgers ended up being. He, well, had, he, he wasn't Rogers. coming off MVP years when he drafted Jordan Love, Horvath. That's not what it was. If well, he was coming off of an MVP year the previous year, they never would have drafted Jordan Love. They would have said, all right, we're good. We're going to move on. But instead, he was missing throws. He was missing wide-open guys. So they said, all right, we better get ready because he doesn't have much longer. And then what they didn't count on, which you're telling everybody to count out now for the Jets is piss him off and watch him come back. And that's what happened. They pissed him off. That was really the first time anybody's pissed him off, pissed him off. And he came out with a vengeance and that back-to-back MVPs. Now you pissed him off again. And odds are he's going to show out with the Jets with young receivers in New York, by the way, and go and have a good year. 
But I agree with you. Goody should sh- hey. show more support towards Jordan Love. Yes. Really quick. Clip this for the uh, clip this for the Twitter people. Oh, there's right? so many things I want to clip for the Twitter people. Don't worry. Here's Go ahead. Thing. Here's the thing. Rooting for Jordan Love, I think he'll be a fine quarterback. But uh, see, I hate the take that I hate for Rodgers, the MVP seasons, was that he needed the Jordan Love pick to piss him off, to put that chip back on his shoulder or whatever. You know what probably would have motivated Rodgers just as much? If you moved up in that draft and got the guy that he was talking about two weeks prior and you got Justin Jefferson, who's the best wide receiver in the league right now, you know what probably would have motivated him more than pissing him off? If you drafted T. Higgins, who that year as a rookie caught double-digit touchdown passes and continues, I mean, like he's going to get paid. So uh, I think that would have motivated him just as much as drafting Jordan Love. And then in an NFC championship game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, maybe he doesn't have to force so many throws to Devontae Adams because on the other side, you have probably the one of the bigger, best red zone threats at wide receiver and T. Higgins. I'm not going to cry about that draft anymore, about the Jordan Love pick. I'm ready to move on to Jordan Love. But I always just hated that take. You know, Rodgers, it was year one in the LaFleur offense, so there were going to be some struggles. MVS couldn't stay on the field. They just never could hook up. I mean, Devontae was great. The run game was working. They won 13 games. The problem that year was the run defense. They gave up over 300 yards against the Niners. It wasn't the offense, in my opinion. So that was my problem with the Jordan Love pick. But now that he's ours, go Jordan Love. Do it, for the, him. Do it for the Got town, baby. Do it, for, do it for all of Wisconsin. The Bucks suck. The Badgers are on the come up, at least. The Brewers, they'll be sellers at the deadline. Just no wait. Chance. We need it. We need it, Jordan Love. Jordan, where is the love? Hopefully he can play defense, too. Maybe Jordan Love could play safety. He is Ryan Horvath. He's fired up. I'm Steve Sparky Fiverr. Follow him on Twitter at Ryan Horvath. Follow me at Sparky Radio. Don't forget, you can download this beautiful podcast on your Odyssey app or download wherever you download your favorite podcast. And, of course, go to YouTube. You can watch it on the Odyssey Sports page as well. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one.